is the 77 WABC minicast. And good afternoon. I'm Anthony Weiner, and thank you for meeting me in the middle. Sometime every Saturday at 2 o'clock when we take some steps away from the hot takes of the far left and the far right, and we try to bring some context to the news of the week or maybe a subject that doesn't find its way into the middle of the conversation enough. So great to have you along for the final episode of the year. I think this is our 93rd episode in total. Ava's on the board. Christian's taking your calls. Kevin is supervising. This is a gray day outside, but hopefully you're enjoying it wherever you are. Maybe you have some time off this week. Tomorrow will be 12, 31, 23, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. I imagine that happens, what, <laughs> every 100 years? I'm not really sure. I have to do the math. Uh, it's been a super week for me. I've had the opportunity when the When there are holidays, I get an opportunity kind of as the B team to fill in for some of the regulars during the week, which is a great opportunity for me. It gives me some practice. It gives me an opportunity to connect with a different audience. It gives me a chance to kind of understand the rhythm of some of the different shows. Like Some of the shows are syndicated here at WABC to travel all around the country. Also different, just physically different times a day. I filled in with Dominic Carter who I've known for many years. He and I did the long overnight Frank Morano shift. We'll talk about that in a minute. So it's been a great opportunity for me. Hopefully you've had an opportunity to enjoy some holiday time yourself. Lots of news. You know, there is this conventional wisdom that this is a slow news time of year. Everyone kind of moseys into the new year. It has not turned out to be that way. Iran is starting a proxy war versus the world, really, in the Red Sea. Just yesterday, you saw the largest Russian missile attack on Ukraine since February of 2022. And it seems like there's always this pattern that when Ukraine scores an embarrassing hit on some important Russian battleship or a military target, Russia responds by targeting Ukraine cities. That's that's what they do. I mean, they don't always aim for those cities, but very often they do. Like clearly yesterday they did. They kind of see it as revenge. Israel is under attack. From the east as well as the south and the north. I mean, let's face it. They're kind of, you know, there was this question that arose early on in this. Why had Hezbollah been relatively quiet? And as the information started filtering out, it turned out that Iran and Hezbollah hadn't been given advance notice of what Hamas was going to do. And then Hamas's leader, Nasrallah, gave that speech where he kind of said, I'm on high alert. You better behave yourselves. Well, recently we've seen more. Missiles and rockets emerging from the north in Lebanon. Just so you understand, Lebanon is a very weak government. And Hezbollah, as distinct from, from, from Hamas, Hezbollah kind of is basically a government entity there. They, they, the government doesn't tell them what to do. They tell the government what to do. And they've increasingly been occupying spaces closer and closer to the northern border of Israel and launching more and more rockets into Israel. And there have now been fatalities. And Israel has said and the world has said, look, you know, this is a this is a tough problem, but we have to try to keep for the for the interests of Israel, I have to keep this as limited as possible. Now I know there are people out there. I saw Lindsey Graham. You can always count on Lindsey Graham, the senator from South Carolina, under any circumstances saying, let's blow them up and go to war. That guy loves war more than anyone I know. And so he wants to blow Iran off the map. I get it, I get that instinct. But I think what 
everyone is trying to do now is trying to keep it is allow Israel to do what it needs to do with Hamas. And it is pretty crazy that Congress, at least House of Representatives, left town without dealing with the aid package. But hopefully in January when they come back, they're going to work out a plan that includes the aid to Israel, aid to Ukraine, aid to the South Pacific, and also some improvements on border security, which basically no one's walked away from the table. I mean, there are different imperatives, but um, everyone agrees this has to get resolved. And, you know, among the things that I, I, I did this week um, – oh, by the way, one other thing that I almost left it out is another state has knocked uh, President – former President Trump off the ballot, the state of Maine, under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And I did a whole episode about this last week. I don't need to do it again. You know, basically, if you read if you read Article 3, Section 14, if you read it, just the same way that Barack Obama is not eligible to be president again, the same way my son Jordan's not eligible to be president, the same way that if you don't live in the – you haven't lived in the country for 14 years – you're not eligible to be president. You're not eligible to be president if you engage in insurrection. Not if you were convicted of that. As I explained on the last episode, we were not running around holding a lot of trials during Reconstruction. The leaders of the Confederacy were never put on trial because we said instead of doing that to try to reconcile, we're not going to hold them. But we're we're going to make sure they never get into power again. And so the idea that they had to be guilty in a trial, well, that would be in the Constitution if that's what they – if that's what they want. So the only issue is whether or not the president committed insurrection. And the other question is, is how do you determine that? And so the state of Colorado had a little, had a trial, the state of Maine, this, this person had some, this, this secretary of state had some hearings and different states are going to come up with different things on this. But ultimately I think the Supreme court, now that you have two states, the Supreme court I think is going to have to weigh in. And I have said before, I hope that Donald Trump is left on the ballot because I think the only way to really heal as a country from the Trump era is to beat him again. That's what I think. But if you just read the Constitution and if you're a textualist or you're originalist, it's very clear that someone who did what Donald Trump did would not be eligible to run. But so that's a little something. And, and you know, someone says, well, someone asked the secretary of Maine. Well, I'll, well, I'll, I'll play with the, what they asked her. Again, I am so mindful, and I, I said this in my decision, uh, that it is unprecedented. No secretary of state has ever deprived a presidential candidate of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. But no presidential candidate has ever engaged in insurrection and been disqualified under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Yeah, I mean, the, I, the, 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 the question got cut off there, but it's basically – isn't what you're doing unprecedented. And it is kind of funny. It's funny, the juxtaposition. Suddenly the law and order party is now the party of let the voters decide party. Now that doesn't go for the district attorney in Manhattan, but it apparently goes for the presidency of the United States. But all that being said, that's going to get resolved in the Supreme Court. Now, the, interestingly, the Supreme Court has to act quickly because the re- secretaries of states, boards of election around the country, and just to reiterate what, I, what I've said in previous weeks, by the way, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222, wienerwabc at gmail.com is my email address. What I've said in past episodes is that election laws are the purview of the states. Every state has its own ballot access laws, has its own courts, has its own ways to appeal. Has it. That's why when Donald Trump 
uh, and his lawyers try to contest the election. They had to do it in all these different states. They lost 36 um, um, cases, didn't win a single one. And that's why um, all the states were 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 counted the way they were. So this has to get resolved by the by the Supreme Court relatively soon because all these states have to go through the process. Now, most of these cases have been about the primary ballot, but it's the same thing is going to come up, obviously, with the general election ballot. And some people say, well, why do the secretary of states have the right to decide who's on and who's off? Well, they have the right all the time to decide that someone's just not eligible to run. And so they're not going to put them on the ballot. That's part of their job is to make sure that the elections are run smoothly and without confusion. And one of the ways you can create a lot of confusion is put a whole bunch of people on the ballot that aren't eligible to be there. So so there's no doubt. And you can read the Colorado case to see their rationale for how it's definitely a state's issue. So, you know, again, I don't want to litigate the thing again, but I do think what the Supreme Court is going to say is that the due process to take someone off the ballot for this reason has to include certain elements. Now, all that's going to do is send it back to the states. I want to tell you this. More states have said they're going to put him up, put Donald Trump on. Some states are going to say take him off. The Supreme Court is going to weigh in. Here's what no one will say. Not a single uh, court or a single secretary of state that said this, no matter how they ruled on whether he should be on the ballot, none of them have said he didn't engage in insurrection. None of them have. And I bet the Supreme Court doesn't either. They're not saying that. Some people are saying, oh, it didn't meant to be for the president, which obviously it does if you go back and read the history. Some people have said, oh, this is a political question, not for the courts. Well, it doesn't say this is self-executing in the, in the Constitution. But that's going to have to get resolved soon. 